0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: Brainsprint it back at it here on 973 The Fan as we do our high school football podcast previewing each and every league here in San Diego County. We are on to the Grossmont Hills League, talking with Coach Ravi Owens of the Helix Highlanders. Uh, Coach Owens, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing well myself. I can't get uh, more excited for high school football getting back uh, going here. Uh, a couple of years now at Helix uh, as the adjustment period continues. Uh, you know, you go to a CIF championship last year. You've been to multiple CIF championships over the last couple of years. Uh, How has it you know, been kind of transitioning in, into making it now the Robbie Owens Helix Highlander program?
2: Well, you know, obviously Helix is a very special place and You know I'm honored to be the football coach and there's been a lot of success here obviously before I got here there'll be a lot of success at Helix after I leave Um, but you know we just keep plugging away we've been very fortunate to make it to a CIF championship everywhere every time or every year I've been here so it's kind of the expectation and so hopefully we can continue that trend
1: you know last year Two-point conversion short of, of winning a D1 championship game, um, you know against St. Augustine. and, and Helix last year. Um, you know it's a really successful season, but you know to your guys' standards, the way you run things over there, uh, sort of a down year. And when a down year is losing a CIF championship, you know you got a good program uh, over there uh, at Helix, of course. Big key factors in that is that you got a lot of studs coming back from that team a year ago, especially Elion Noah and Delshawn Trailer. Talk to us about the players they are uh as a whole and, and what the players are gonna be here in twenty
2: nineteen. Well, I think when you talk about LL Leon Noah he he's such a special and unique player and uh he you know, I probably one of the most unique kids I've ever coached. He's such a powerful runner and so talented body control and and, and just a tremendous kid. Um, you know, he's you know, chasing some Reggie Bush records and some CIF records, so it's gonna be an exciting year for him and you know, he's obviously one of the top players in San Diego, and, and uh, you know, it's just an honor to be able to coach him and, you know, being able to coach his his older brother and now his younger brother is a freshman for us. And so, you know, his dad coaches linebackers for us, so it's a, it's a family affair here at Helix, and, and, you know, we love coaching him. You know, Delph John's a, a unique player in his own right just because he's going to play six positions for us. He'll play quarterback, running back, wide receiver, DB, you know, punter, returner, kicker, returner. Um so he's a, a valuable part of of what we do on offense and defense. And so both of those guys have, you know, been in the program and are both team captains for us and leaders of our program and so, you know, they know what the expectations are and, and what the goals we've set forth are and and, and those guys are, are are ready to, you know, kick off their senior campaign and, and go out there and, and show in San Diego what they're all about.
1: Yeah, Noah and Trailer might be two of my most favorite uh, high school football athletes right now. Oh, every time we get to watch them play. But I know you guys, uh, you know, got some other talent as well. Uh, who are some players for Helix that uh, you know most of us might not know about that are definitely going to be impact players for the Highlanders this season?
2: Well, I think everything. You know, when you talk to a football coach, everything starts with up front, and we have two guys that are, you know, very talented. They'll play both sides of the ball for us, and Anthony Lombardo and Sean Martinez, and. I just think those two guys are are going to explode this season and and ha- have great years for us. Obviously they'll be crucial to, you know, our success with LLeon, you know, running the ball and and you know, obviously our success on defense and Helix is, you know, with coach DiMaggio and our our defense, you know, the tradition of, of great defenses at Helix is is going to continue. So those are two guys that kind of jump out. Um I think, you know, in our secondary, Dane Brown returns at, at corner. Um, We have a a transfer from Las Vegas and Keontae Scott, who's the kid that, you know, showed up at the end of the summer that's very talented. He'll probably play both sides of the ball. And then, you know, we have two big-time receivers in Jahari Hill and and Tim Christopher that we're excited about. So, you know, with all those guys, you know, I I think, you know, our mantra here at Helix is tradition never graduates. And so, you know, every year we're going to lose some great players. Um, and then every year we're going to have some great players step up. And so this is going to be, you know, one of the years that we're going to have to have some guys step up and get ready to play football. and. You know, we're
1: excited about the season. I'm excited about the Helix season as well, uh, solely because uh, you guys always play a very difficult schedule. Uh, it's part of your mantra. You know, you got Cajon again, uh, you know, a rematch after last year's uh, loss. You got Harriman from Utah. You play the two Catholic schools here in town, and then you got a big-time game in Oaks Christian for your non-league schedule. Uh, arguably one of the toughest schedules in San Diego, if, if not the toughest schedule in San Diego. What is your philosophy in terms of scheduling non-league games uh, and and, and putting this schedule together?
2: Well, I think, you know, it, it's not easy to, to fill our schedule. I mean, I think the Saints and Cathedral um, rivalry, I think hopefully uh, you know, with, with their blessing we will have that every year in our schedule. I, I think, you know, they're always going to be top programs in, in San Diego and, you know, I think it's easy for us just to schedule each other in those two games. You know, I, I'm big on trying to get at least one out-of-state opponent and we played Harriman two years ago and and coach Pierce wanted to come down again. So, you know, we get another opportunity to play them and then, you know, Cajon, you know, beat the heck out of us last year. So it's a little game that we we get an opportunity to maybe avenge a, a poor performance that we had last season. And, uh, Oaks Christian just kind of worked out that, uh, you know, we both had an open spot that, that basically that fifth week and, 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 uh, you know that's obviously a tough game but it's a rematch from two years ago that uh, you know we beat them so i'm sure they're looking for some revenge but you know every year we're going to play the top teams that we can face i, I think it is a, a, a mantra for our program that you know we want to be able to face anybody in the country and and you know it's about the experience i think football is such a unique sport and the opportunities we provide student athletes you know with our sport you know matter if you're in san diego or you know in the midwest or texas it, it, you know it's about that experience and going out there and playing quality teams and playing teams um, that are, are going to challenge you is what it's all about and uh, you know we're going to do that every year and, and we feel like it does get us ready for a playoff run and it gets us ready for you know the Grossmont League you know when we get to it so you know every year we're, it's going to be tough we you know we got to come out there and we got to play well and then and, and we know that we can't afford that to come out with a slow start.
1: We're joined by uh, Robbie Owens, the head coach of the Helix Highlanders right now on 97 through the Fan, the high school football podcast, breaking down the Grossmont Hills League. Um, coach Owens, you were talking about Grossmont League, the Grossmont Hills League, and and how difficult it is, and, and and for a lot of people, you know, they talk about the Avocado League, they talk about the Western League and being difficult. But last year, uh, you know, a tri championship. There's a lot of teams out there in in East County that can play some good football: Steel Canyon, Grossmont, Granite Hills, Lcap Cap. Uh, even Valhalla's got some athletes coming back this year uh, that might make them a lot better. Talk about talk to us about the difficulty uh, it is to play in in a league that um, is tough, but a people don't realize it's tough
2: well i think ever since i've been here you know i know there's you know people deny it but there is some north county bias and and, you know throughout this the city of san diego but i would tell you that since i've been here i mean the the east county has more than than proved themselves when it comes to playoff time i mean i I go back to when you know everybody thought mission hills and and you know and helix were the two best teams and we played for the CIF championship, Grossmont gave them a run and that's the same year that Steel Canyon went on their run, Ramona went on their run and so, you know, there's always good teams out there. Coach Cobb does a great job at, at uh, Granite Hills and and so, you know, we know that we have a target on our chest in our conference and and everybody's gunning for us and we got to come out and play each and every week. Um, you look at what, you know, our late loss last year to Steel Canyon, you know, the, those are games that, uh, you know, mean a lot to the, the Grossmont League and you know, they're going to come out and give us their best best game each week. And so, you know, I think our guys kind of learned from last year. If you don't come ready, you know, someone can sneak up on you. And so, you know, our expectation is, you know, as I said, we want to win a CIS championship, and part of that is winning the Grossmont League, you know, championship. And, and. uh you know, hopefully we can do that. You know, as many times as we possibly can.
1: Coach uh, Owens, thanks again for joining me today. It's been a pleasure, as always, talking to you. We're excited for the Helix football season. Uh, we're excited to broadcast some of your games. We got uh, Cathedral Catholic penciled in as one of the games we'll be broadcasting of yours. I'm sure we'll uh, be broadcasting some playoff games of yours as well. Uh, Coach Owens, thanks again for uh, for the time. And we look forward to uh, talking to you again later this season.
2: Hey, I appreciate the time.
1: Braden Sprinter here uh, again for another podcast. We're previewing uh, almost every league here in San Diego County. Getting ready for high school football. We're on to the Grossmont Hills League. We're talking with the LCAP head coach, Mr. Ron Burner, Sr. Uh, he's been with LCAP for a long time now. Coach Berner, how are you doing today?
3: I'm doing good.
1: Thanks for having me, uh, Coach. Uh, you know, we talked to you uh, a year ago, and uh, you know, we love uh, East County football out here at 97.3 The Fan. Uh, let's get to uh, the El Cap Vaqueros uh, going into this season. Uh, you open up uh, last year went three and eight. Uh, JV team went four and six, uh, but you got 14 guys returning uh, from a year ago. How's camp going for you? And um, you know, what how, what do you like from your boys so far? Camp's going really good.
3: Um, You know, we have a lot of enthusiasm. Everybody's out working really hard. Um, We start this year with Modern Day. I believe it's our sixth year playing them, so everybody kind of knows each other. uh, We're looking for something really good to happen.
1: I looked at, um, I went to an event where I saw a couple of your linemen there, and you got some uh, big boys on the front that uh, look like they'll be uh, some big impact guys for El Cap. Uh, how excited are you, for, you know, to have a, you know, a lot of size on your offensive line this year?
3: You know, there's not a coach around that won't tell you that they don't get excited when we got big boys up front. What I'm excited about, not only are they decent size, and three of them are three-year starters. So that's always a good thing. They know each other, and um, it just makes things that much better when you have that much power up front. You know, opens up a little more things for us. We can run more if we want to. Yeah, it's, a, it's really exciting.
1: Coach, you got 14 guys coming back out of your uh, 22 returning starters, according to the report you sent in the Cal Preps. Uh, you know a big part of it is your offensive line, but who are some of the other impact players you're going to have this year uh, for the Vaqueros?
3: Uh, number one impact player is going to be my quarterback, Rick Houser. He's a first four-year starter in my tenure since 2004, and uh, he's worked really hard in the offseason. We expect a lot from him. Running back, Donnie Green, Taylor Grasmick, Tread Marks, the trio of them should be really strong back behind that big offensive line. Um, Kaylin Lavalis and um, Savion Yokley at receivers are going to be really big for us. We've got a, an h tight end that didn't play last year. Um, Sean Dixon that we're looking for some real big things from. And on defense, the Oakley twins are there. Um, my linebackers, um, March is a linebacker. Um, Austin Lee, and then both of my linebackers, um, Colby Gregg and Jacobo Villa are returning. So it's going to be a fun year. You know, I'm, I'm excited for what we have. We have a tough schedule. I, I believe five of the teams we play are Division One. Probably half those teams will be open. So uh, you know our league. Our, there's nobody easy in our league. We've got powerhouses on our league, and it just—it's going to be a fun year.
1: Uh, there's a couple games I got circled on on your schedule for sure. The, the second week against Hilltop, I got circled. You got the uh, Ron Burner game, uh, if you will, going against your son. Have you ever coached against your son before? And uh, how excited are you to uh, you know go toe to toe with him in week two?
3: It's it's a joke. We we joke with each other all the time. Um, he was D coordinator at um, uh, Sweetwater for a while. We didn't get a chance to play, but uh, when Brian was at um, we played him one time before, and he claimed, oh, I beat you. And they did beat us. But my, my comment back to him is, you weren't the head coach, so it doesn't count. So, uh, you know, That's just a father-son banter back and forth. He's, uh, he knows my offense pretty well because he coached in it. So it'll be a fun game. Drew's a, a great coach down there, a lot of energy. I think it's going to be a battle.
1: I can't wait for that game. Uh, we interviewed Drew Wessling uh, earlier, uh, a couple weeks ago, and he said, uh, you know, your son was try- sold your house, and he tried to sneak off with a playbook, and you didn't let that happen. <laughs> yeah,
3: so I had one of the playbooks on the counter. He, takes, he starts taking pictures. I said, do you want to even live? Get the heck away from my stuff here and, <laughs>
1: and on the cover sheet. That was pretty good. Uh, that's amazing. The other game, um, you know, I got circled. It was, of course, uh, you know, the game against West Hills, and uh, you know, it was the uh, you know honorary uh, you know Tony Burner game from a year ago. That you guys won. It's going to be the second annual one. Um, if you don't mind, you know, kind of filling us in on on what that game means to you and you know how important it is for the two schools.
3: You know, um, we have been rivals. Since I took over, that was just because at the time, I came from West Hills, um, learned under Steve Sutton. And so we had a very similar offenses, obviously. And so it started kind of there. And he, after Steve left, Casey took over. Casey was there. And we've had that, that good, hard rivalry the whole time. Um, Tony played for West Hills. and coached with me. So, you know, we've already had the thing that we've been talking for years about, figuring out something what to call it, and obviously uh, Tony Fasten a couple years ago, Casey and Don Rutledge and I got together and came up with the Tony Burner Memorial, and so that's kind of, last year was the the first year of it, and pretty emotional game, it means a lot to everybody, and we have the trophy right now, and obviously my goal is to never lose it, and I know it's Casey's goal to keep it over there. So it'll be an ep- our games are always epic games anyway and I think it'll be an epic game this year
1: that's all ultimately gonna be an epic game you know we were excited uh about uh getting up to week six uh, let's let's get into the league play uh, you were talking about it earlier it's a very tough league it's a it's a league that you know um, sometimes doesn't get as much clout as it probably deserves just because helix uh, seems to be a top above everybody in, in the grand scheme of things but last year you had three teams all tie for the championship um, there's no There's no walk-through-the-park games in that league. Valhalla's got a running back that's going to be uh, giving them a lot of help this year. Uh, you got Helix, you got Steel Canyon, Grossmont's always pretty good. Granite Hills had a really good season last year. Um, What are the challenges you have to face in terms of playing this league schedule week by week at the end of the season?
3: Well, the biggest challenge that I see is that we're we're smaller in numbers. We have 34 uh, players on varsity, so we have to stay healthy through the first gauntlet. And then if we can get through that, stay healthy. I mean, it's it's tough. Like you said, there's not a team there that you go, oh, yeah, you know, if we play good, it's going to be an easy game. Helix is Helix. I'm telling you right now, Steel Canyon is my pick to take the whole thing. They look unbelievable right now. They're well coached. And like you said, Grossmont is always there. And Granite Hills, they're, they're a top ten team. And, I, and whether people have them or not, Grant Hill's the well coach, has a lot of good athletes, and Valhalla has, has really started coming to their own. And, you know, Baker, uh, Baker's a heck of a linebacker and a running back. It's going to be tough. And, you know, all we can do is get through non-league, hopefully healthy, practice hard and come out and play hard and get, get ourselves ready for playoffs, hopefully.
1: Coach Ron Berner joining us on the uh, High School Football Podcast talking about the Grossmont Hills League. Just broke down El Capitan. Uh, Coach Berner, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks again for joining us today.
3: All right. Thanks for having us on. I'll talk to you later.
1: As we get it ready for high school football starting up on August 23rd, we are previewing each and every league here in San Diego County, at least, um, you know, a lot of the big ones here in San Diego County. As we are ready for high school football again on August 23rd, the first game will be broadcasted on 97 Through the Fan. It will be Granite Hills at Poway High. That gets us to today's uh, preview, the Grossmont Hills League. Granite Hills, of course, uh, one of the uh, tri-champions of the Grossmont Hills League a year ago. I'm Braden Sopranit. Alongside me is Adam Paul of EC Preps. Adam, thanks for joining me again.
0: Hey, thanks a lot, Braden. I really appreciate it for having me out.
1: Uh, so we got the uh, we got the Grossmont Hills League. This is a fun league to talk about. Uh, you know, this is the big dogs in the East County. We know East County's got some good football. Granite Hills, Steel Canyon, and Helix all tied uh, for the league championship a year ago. As we go through the list here, El, El, uh, El Capitan. I'll say it once like that, and then it'll be referred to as El Cap the rest of the way. Uh, Granite Hills, Grossmont, Helix, Steel Canyon, and Valhalla
0: yeah
1: uh, I'm going to ask you if you um you know what stands out to you which team name and uh, usually it's Helix.
0: Yeah, you know Helix they've been the uh they've been the gold standard out in East County for the last you know
1: forever. F-
0: yeah, 20 20 plus years basically. <laughs> forever. Pretty much, yeah. You know other than you know when when Montev- when they were in the same league as Monavista, Monta Vista, you know, and coach Carberry, you know, challenged them. But yeah, for the most, for the majority of time, it's been Helix. Helix
1: is Helix. That's mm-hmm. a saying because it's true, yeah. and every coach in San Diego says that, and every coach in the Grossmont League yeah. says it, and everybody wants to beat Helix.
0: Or if you, you know, like you had a few, few years ago in 2014, you just had that perfect storm when uh, Rom Burners, um, El Capitan, Vaqueros upset Helix, and uh, you know had that magical run to the state title game.
1: Yeah, even last year when Helix. Um, I wouldn't say down, but it was kind of a down year for Helix in, in the grand scheme of things. They're still going to a CIF championship game that they fell a, a two-point conversion short of winning. Um, they had a tri-champion. They still won the league. Uh, it was a tri-championship between them, Steel Canyon, and Granite Hills. They took care of business against Granite, and then Steel Canyon uh, came in and beat them late uh, in the uh, last game of the year uh, to make it a three-way tie for first place. Um, to me, this the Helix is still the, the team to beat. I still think they're the team to beat in San Diego every year. And until it is proven otherwise, I'm going to have Helix as my number one team in San Diego to start the season every year. Um, you'll see it on the uh, high school uh, poll when it comes out um, on the UT uh, with John Maffey on, on, on Wednesday or whatever they released that poll um, – all I gotta say is uh, one of those first place votes for Helix is from me because I think they're the best team every single year, and they're the team that needs to be beat every single year. And right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, in my opinion, not just because um, you know I'm, I just think that highly of Helix, I think they are the best team right now in San Diego because of the guys they got coming back and the guy that they got to stop, Elion Noah. But we'll get into Helix in just a bit. We'll start with El Cap. El Capitan, uh, Coach Ron Berner Sr., the head coach of El Capitan. Of course, his son, Ron Berner. Uh, the third, I think it is, or yeah, junior, junior at least, yeah. he is uh, at Hilltop. Uh, he's the defense coordinator down with the Lancers with Coach Westling. Uh, they came in three and eight last year. Their JV team went four and six. Uh, notable wins over West Hills, Valhalla, Patrick Henry. They did lose to Modern Day, University City, and Grossmont. They entered the season with a negative eight point five rating. They do return fourteen of their twenty-two starters. I saw some of their linemen at a top dog uh, Madden event. They have three guys that are ginormous. Um, You know, some big guys that El Cap has not had in a long time. And with the amount of guys they got returning and the line that they have, I can see this El Capitan team, uh, you know, having a really good season.
0: Well, they do train with uh, Alex Johnson out in East County. And, um, you know, yeah, they haven't had big boys like that in quite a few years uh, since uh, I can't think of the kid's name. He went to play tight end at San Diego State. But, um, you know, yeah, I – I think they're going to be a much improved, te- much improved team this year.
1: Let's go through their uh, their schedule. At Modern Day to start the year, then they got Hilltop, the uh, Ron Burner matchup, of course, uh, between Ron Burner Senior versus Junior. Then at San Diego High, I think it's a very interesting game for them, um, just because they should have the size to compete with a team like San Diego High, especially since San Diego High lost a lot of teams. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, Chris Smith is very high on San Diego High to run the table this year, so that might be a tough game for them. Then they got Patrick Henry, a uh, brand new coach for Henry, uh, new stadium for them. You know, not really good of a, t- not really that great of a team last year in Patrick Henry. Then they got to buy. Then they get to West Hills uh, in the Tony Burner Memorial uh, game, which I think they'll win that game again like they did last year. And then they got league play at Helix, at Steel Canyon, Granite Hills at home, at Valhalla and Grossmont. Unfortunately for them, they got to go. At that's the uh you know two of the best teams in the league um is, as much as you want to weigh road games into high school football but I think right. I have them going five and five right now. That was before I saw their line. I think five and five is a good target market for them. I can see them going seven and three potentially. If one, they can kind of sneak up on San Diego High and just have more guys than San Diego High does. And two, you know, maybe uh, bite Granite or Grossmont in the rear, uh, maybe win two of those games. So I think the ceiling is seven and three. I think they actually go five and five. I can't really see them going less than five and five this year.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% completely agree with that. You know, Burn, uh, Coach Ron Burner his 15th year out now, now out there at Lake uh, El Capitan. Um, every year he they, you know, he's told me that the reason why he schedules a, those tough non-league games, he wants to see where his team stack up for the season.
1: They used to be they're they playing Madison during yeah. Madison's heyday, and it was just like, why are you playing this yeah.
0: team? But he doesn't. They don't duck anybody. And I give him, I give him mad prop, mad props for that, and yeah, I like you said, San Diego. He uh, replaced, I forgot who he replaced, and got San Diego on the schedule.
1: It might have been Madison because Madison yes, was on their schedule Madison, last year, yes. and it's not on their schedule yeah, now. It was Madison? Which I think they would be able to beat Madison this year, um, but we'll talk about that in the Western League. Continue. Yeah.
0: But um, no. It... <sighs> They're they have a lot of guys back. One of the top quarterbacks in the county, if not San Diego, and Wick Houser. Um, They're going to throw the ball. They got two good running backs and uh, Donnie Green and uh, Taylor Grasmick. Um, again, like you said, the big the big hogs up front, the big Lakeside hogs. Um, defensively, it will be interesting. He's also got two new coaches this year, uh, Tay Snedden who used to coach at Madison and also was the head coach at West Hills. And then um, he hired um, Sean McDade, the former Mount McGill head coach. So he's got a good coaching staff.
1: He's always had a pretty good coaching yes. staff. He's always had a lot of NFL uh, guys. Yes. The NFL guys are turning, I can't remember. Applewhite and Brian Matthews still going to be there?
0: Uh, I think Applewhite is, but I'm not sure about Matthews.
1: So that's uh, El Capitan. So what, what do you think their ceiling is?
0: Um, possibly 7-3 and three if they somehow sneak up on, like you said, Grosma and uh, figure out a way to beat San Diego. Five and five is the lowest, I think.
1: I agree with that. Uh, moving on to Granite Hills, this is our first game on 97 Through the Fan with myself, Braden Sopranit, as well as Coach John Quintero. Um, You know, we did a Granite Hills game last year. They were competing with Helix at halftime, uh, and then it slowly started to unravel for them. Uh, they come in 10-2 from a year ago. They're a Division One school. Uh, their JV team went 9-1. and 1. They only lost to Helix. Uh, notable wins, Steel Canyon, Poway, Ramona. Uh, they lost to Lincoln and Helix were their only two losses. Those are two... Uh, you know, if you're going to lose the two teams, those are the two teams you got to lose to. I mean, those are some really good football teams right there. Uh, the end of the season, the 15.8 rating. They return 12 of their 22 guys. Uh, they do not return their uh, starting quarterback from a year ago. Um, you know, he was a, a really good football player. Um, but they open up at Poway. That game will be on 97 through the fan. I think that's going to be a good game. I think Granite wins that game. Uh, Mount Carmel, I think, is a winnable game for them at Madison. I think is a definite win for them this year, just because Madison is going to be down, in my opinion. I think it might be down for a handful of years to come uh, as we look at Madison-Westview. I think that's another win for Granite. I mean, they scheduled three teams out of the uh, Palomar League, um, not necessarily the best three teams in the Palomar League. Then they got Southwest San Diego... Or easy win for them, I think, and then they get league play. Steel Canyon, Grossmont, El Cap, Helix, Valhalla. I have them going eight and two. I think their schedule is very uh, manageable. I think it's very easily a, a schedule where you can rip through it pretty easily. And the two losses I have are uh, to Steel Canyon and Helix, although they did beat Steel a year ago.
0: Yeah, um, eight and two. I think is a is a very is a very plausible ceiling for them. Six and four at the worst. All right, My so opinion.
1: you so you got the what are the four losses in your opinion? Uh, I would imagine Steel and Helix. Yeah. Do you do they lose any other games in the league? Um, Grossmont, El Cap, or possibly Valhalla?
0: Grossmont because I think Grossmont's better this year. So they're going to be a
1: lot better than yes. they were a year ago. Yes. Uh, and then do you see them losing any non-league games?
0: That Poway game is always interesting. I that's a
1: very that's interesting, interesting game. I I agree. Uh, but they beat Poway. Um, in the season last year, in the regular season. I think they beat them in the playoffs, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I have them going 8-2. and two. I think they can compete with Helix. I don't yes. think they're going to beat Helix. Um, but I think they might give them a run for their money. They got a lot of big. They got a lot of kids out there. Uh, they had two freshman teams last year. As I was uh, told, I'm pretty sure one of them did really, really well. And the other one was kind of like 500, maybe just a little bit less than that. Um, but when you got numbers, you're going to be okay. And Granite Hills seems to be putting up some serious numbers in, in terms of um, – uh, not an enrollment, but size of the football team.
0: Yeah, you know Kellen Cobb's his eighth year now at Granite. He's built up um, a winning culture. Um, last year, counting last year's tri championship, they've won four straight league titles. Um, Three you know, of those being in the Valley yeah, League, of course, yeah. right? But even still, you know that helps bring kids. You know, to... Um, the school's um, winning championships, yeah. kids are going to go to play there for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, I think their defense is going to be is going to be their top strength with, um, Ethan Bishop, who just, you know, who's a perennial all CIF player. Um, also, um, <clears throat> excuse me.
1: They got a sophomore transfer in uh, Burton. That's going to be starting yeah. the defensive line from cathedral. Uh, his dad's also a uh, football coach over there at Granite as yeah. well. Of course, the, uh, longtime, uh, twins, uh, the the Burton twins that went and played at San Diego state. And I think they played at El Cap, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the, Quarterback situation will be interesting because uh, Justice McComb is 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 the uh, new quarterback this year. He didn't really have much varsity, did, you know, doesn't really have var, varsity experience. Um, you know, he's got they have uh, Richard Harris um, again, big a big semi big sized offensive line. Defensively, they're going to be solid, I think. Um, like I said, uh, eight and two, six and four at the six and four at the worst.
1: It's a pretty big uh, gap, but we're, I think we're in agreement that they're going to be a, a winning season uh, for the Granite Hills Eagles.
0: Yeah, because you know they, um, you know they moved up to Division One this year, so that's a um a big jump, so we'll see how, the, how that goes for them as well.
1: Moving on to another Division I school here in the uh, Grossmont Hills League. There's three of them, to be exact. Uh, this is number two of the three. Grossmont, um, kind of a disappointing season last year for the Foothillers. 4-8 and eight last year, a team that uh, you know under Tom Carlo are going to score a lot of points. Uh, they run up and down the field. They throw the ball up and down the field. They are constantly scoring. Their biggest problem, of course, is playing defense. Um, they went 4-8 and eight a year ago. Uh, their big wins are against the uh, Madison Bishops and El Cap. Uh, they lost to Poway, Granite Hills, and Steel Canyon. They open up with a 13.1 rating. Uh, the JV record was not reported and neither was the starting uh, uh, returning starters. They open up with Mira Mesa. I think is a very interesting matchup. One, because they their uniforms are almost the exact same. <laughs> yeah. All Gross Grossmont moved to the white helmets, but when the Grossmont had the yellow helmets, they looked just like Mira Mesa. Uh, so we'll see if you'll be able to tell the difference between the two squads. Uh, then they got Modern Day. That game will be on 97 through the fan. Uh, host Modern day then a bye week then olympian ballyview madison uh to round up their non-league um games and they get in the league play open up at valhalla and then at granite then helix steel and then at el cap um i think it's gonna be a bounce back year for them you're saying that they're gonna be better i'm looking at a six and four team just because i'm not i'm a little skeptical and them, like ob- automatically becoming seven and three eight and two overnight Um, I don't like that Mira Mesa game for them. Mira Mesa is very tough. Mira Mesa has a defense, um, which is something Grossmont does not have. Um... I think they lose to Mira Mesa. I do think they're bigger than modern day. They should be able to beat them. Uh, They're going to be better than Olympian who uh, coach Van Nostrands in his first year uh, taking over for his dad. Uh, I have them beating Valley view again, according to the ratings, their rating is better than Valley views rating. And then I got, um, yeah. So it says on Cal preps. Valley View. Yeah, it's Valley view. Okay. I don't know where that is. I don't know what team that is. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Sounds good. That's a win for Grossmont. And then I got Madison. I think they beat Madison. I think they have the better athletes this year. Uh, And then they got Valhalla, which I think they win. I think they're three losses um, in league player to Granite, Helix, and Steel, the ones that won in the league last year. And then I think they lose to Mira Mesa. I think I got them six and four.
0: I agree with that. Six and four. I, you know, last year, a lot of injuries. um, They were besettled with injuries. I mean, that's not to make any excuses, um, you know, because, you know, that's part of the game. Um, So they got, you know, all their guys back healthy this year. I think six and four is. um, is is what I think that they'll finish out as well. Ceiling? Uh huh. No, six and
1: four ceiling. Six it goes... and
0: four pot worse at five and five.
1: You think they can go seven and three? You think they can beat Mira Mesa? Uh
0: does uh, how uh, I haven't seen Mira Mesa offensively, but I've heard nothing but good things about their defense. Yeah,
1: I mean, Mira should be a pretty tough team. I think that's a toss-up game. I think they're very evenly matched. Um, so I guess you could say the ceiling's 7-3 and three for Grossmont. I don't see them winning a league title this year no. uh, just because they haven't beat Helix since...
0: 1991.
1: Yeah, Carlo was the quarterback, yep. and my dad was the defensive coordinator. That's yeah. how long it is. Now t- Now Carlo's the head coach of the Grossmont Foothillers.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, you know, Jamie Odom, he's a three-year varsity starter. Um, I've heard in interviews that what Carlos talked about, you know, that's that's a, that's huge. You don't see that too often in, anymore. Um, I know you know they had um, Anthony Lawrence, you know, right. in the last ten years. Uh, Odom's thrown for almost five thousand yards in his career. Um, you know, Chris Alba, multiple Division One offers. Brody Schicker, um, who's going to be the, is, is going to be the number one threat for Odom. Robert Tucker, the run game, um, Austin Whitmire, um, who I heard um, is uh, plays de- uh, defensive back. That defense, I with uh, him and Alba, I think uh, is going to be able to cause havoc. Um, Cam Sanderlin, another big defensive lineman. Um, yeah, if the defense can play like they're suppo- like they have in the past, um, possibly that seven and three plateau.
1: All right, so we're thinking about six and four, maybe five and five, ceilings seven and three for the Grossmont Foothillers. Moving on to the top dog um in the Grossmont Hills League, a top dog in San Diego County, the Helix Highlanders or the Helix Scotties, if you will. Um, they come into last year eight and five a season ago. JV team went seven and one. Their one loss was to Cathedral on the J V team. They lost a twenty eight-nothing. Uh, to that Cathedral Catholic JV team. Notable wins. They beat St. Augustine last year, Eastlake, and Granite Hills. They also lost to St. Augustine, uh, Steel Canyon, and Saguaro are their three notable losses from a year ago. They opened up the season with a 38.1 rating. They returned 14 of their 22 guys from a season ago. I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. Uh, they should have beat Saguaro, in my opinion. It took them long enough to, uh, you know, get Delshawn Trailer in because, uh, you know, Daniel Amon got hurt in that game. I think Delshon Trailer might be one of the most entertaining, exciting players in high school football in San Diego. Great kid, smart kid. He's got offers from some big-time schools and some very smart schools as well. I think he's got an offer from Army, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, but he's a phenomenal athlete to watch, and he's not even the best athlete on the field because he's got Elion Noah <laughs> in the backfield. That guy is a house, and he's un. I- he's not very tall, but that no. guy, I mean, there's. it's so hard to bring him down, and he... As long as they don't run him into the ground, which unfortunately they kind of did last year. I mean, they got to give the ball a lot,
0: yeah. um, but he's your
1: best player, so you got to get the ball in his hands. Um, other than that, I mean, I, this team's going nine and one.
0: I agree. I actually agree with that. Nine and one, eight and two. Let's, I, let's just say. See, but
1: look at look at their schedule. They got <laughs> C- they got Cajon. Yeah. Uh, but Cajon's not returning a lot of their guys. Okay. Um, so that team last year was kind of a, almost yeah. a fluke. Plus, they yeah. didn't have Elion Noah for three of those four quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they got Harriman Utah, which they handled last year. Yes. I think they handled them again. Um Then they got a bye. Then they got Cathedral. Uh, I think that's a win over Cathedral, honestly. I think Helix will, will get them back. That's uh, been a pretty good rivalry of late. Yeah. Uh Then they got at St. Augustine. Which, I think they could beat Saints. I, I mean, they went one and one against Saints last year, but uh, – Healthy Elion Noah is better than dinged up Elion Noah. Very That's, true. All. <laughs> yes. and at that point he's still healthy, you know, in terms of you know what we're thinking here. Then they got Oaks Christian. That to me is their one loss.
0: The Jimmy Jimmy uh, Jimmy Clawson School.
1: Yeah, I, Oaks Christian's really good. I watched them play last year in the Honor Bowl before Helix and Sewell played, and they had the biggest team I've ever seen. I mean, they were just ginormous.
0: Yeah, that's what my uh, that's what um, my photographer uh, friend, uh, Vanilla Garola, said. He was like, whoa, they look like Alabama out
1: there. Yeah, they are ginormous. So that I, to me, that's a loss. I think if they can make it through non-league play with one loss, nobody's going to want to play them. They're yeah. going to be like, all right, I'm out of here. Uh, then they got El Cap, Valhalla, Grossmont, Granite Steel. I mean, until somebody knocks them off, and I mean truly knocks them off, um, last year, it was kind of a fluke deal. Uh, it's Helix, man. Helix is Helix. Yeah. Somebody's got to beat him. And if Grossmont, their biggest rival, has not beaten him since 1991, who's going to beat him?
0: I don't see anybody beating them. Steel. I
1: mean... Can you see? Can Steel Canyon get him two years in a row? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So, I don't so. think Granite can get them mm-hmm. as big as El Cap's line is. Helix has five guys that yeah. are the size of El Cap's guys. Um, again, it's going to be their losses. I think their only losses this season for Helix are going to be in their non-league games, yep. and um, I only see one. I honestly only see Oaks Christian. I think Cathedral and Saints might be able to split. I don't see Helix losing three in a row right there. I but It's tough, but they're just they got Elion Noah. They have the best player in high school football right now uh in San Diego on their team. I mean it, you and you got Delshawn Trailer quarterback. They always got a lot of weapons. Their defense is always studly. They usually always have a good line. Uh JV team went really did really well last year. I heard their freshman team coming in is very good.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Um Yeah, I 100% agree. 9 and 1, 8 and 2. I mean but i i 100% firmly believe in that in that 9-1 record Oaks Christian being that one loss. I
1: think they go 4-1 in their non-league. And yeah. you could throw it I mean if they beat Oaks Christian they'll lose to Cathedral or Saints if they yeah. beat all three of those teams they'll lose to Harriman I mean, or Cajon. I honestly I don't think they'd lose to Harriman but I, they're going to have at least one loss at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, and as we said Elion Noah he's the best runner or the best player in um San uh, San Diego football right now and in the, in the you know the last 5-6 years. Um, like you said Delshawn Trailer we call we call him the um the the, the Swiss Army knife Yeah absolutely He pretty much does everything Absolutely um, he, he's a
1: great he's a great defensive player he's a great quarterback yeah. uh you can throw him in the slot you can play you can play running now, back I mean you can put him anywhere and he's going to make some plays
0: Now I know they don't like to talk about this at Helix um but you know Elion Noah um he's on the verge of unsetting putting his inserting his name in the Helix record books also for San Diego uh, se- section for CIF. Um, right now he's at 4,475 yards career rushing. Uh, Reggie Bush is, um, 4,925 career. So he only needs 180 yards, he could get, he'll he get could get that in week three. one yeah. against Cajon. Yeah. And if
1: not, he's definitely getting 180 yards against Harriman.
0: Yeah. And he's only, um, one, uh, 1,951 yards, uh, behind Jamal McClendon for the all time East County record. Um, You know, last year he rushed for over 2,000 yards. And he sat out a lot of the quarters in a lot of the games because they were up. And he was hurt for the first
1: three games of the year.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, they were talking about, um, I heard the conversation the other day, um, Royce Freeman, he only needs 2,862 yards. Can he get that? He possibly could.
1: And that's in the one season? Yeah. He could definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, Especially when you're playing teams like Valhalla. On your schedule. I, guess, I, I, guess. I mean, they can rip through LCAP, Valhalla, no. Grossmont. Grossmont doesn't play any defense. I mean, Elion Noah is going to have 300 yards in one of those games. Right.
0: But if you're up, you know, if you're up 45, nothing at half.
1: He could get that in one half. <laughs> I watched Sean Poma put yeah. up 200 yards in one half. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's highly possible, and they're kind of like the same uh, type of back. Uh, that's Helix. Helix yeah. is Helix. Let's move on. Uh, we're running out of time here. Steel Canyon, 9-3 a year ago, 5-5 five and five JV team. Uh, they beat Helix, Mira Mesa, Otay Ranch. They lost to Granite Hills, uh, Carlsbad, and Saints, 20.4 record, returned 14 of their 22 guys. I also have them going 9-1. That's kind of a bold set. They got to open up with East Lake. East Lake lost two of their better players in uh, Richie Colmanero and uh, Darius De Los Reyes. Both of those guys are transfers. I think they're better than Madison. I think they're they're going to beat Benita. They're going to beat O' Ranch. Uh, Mira Mesa is kind of a toss-up for me, but I think they're better than Mira Mesa. And then they have league play at Granite. I think they can win that game. El Cap, they should win. Valhalla, they should win. At Grossmont, they should win. Their one loss should be Helix. That game should be a winner-take-all for the Grossmont Hills League, in my opinion.
0: I can, I, I, I do agree with that. Actually, nine and one, yeah.
1: After going through the schedule, mm-hmm. um, I think the worst that they do is maybe seven and three, and that's just if that they have an abysmal season. Yeah,
0: and they get they get they get snake uh, snake bit because that game against Granite has come down in the last possession pretty much the last four or five years.
1: So, so that that game might go either way. Yeah. Uh, so that you know, but you're still looking at a seven and three season for mm-hmm. Steel Canyon, and yes. it, they're definitely in a position uh, to win the uh, the Grossmont Hills League. Uh, so I think we're in agreement there, Steel Canyons. Uh, do they have the best chance of knocking off Helix for the league title out of all the other teams that are still in the field? Steel Canyon or the field?
0: I think Steel Canyon.
1: Yeah, that that's the best option into knocking off Helix this you know, year. I think with
0: uh, Wes, uh, Wes Neely, Chance Johnson. Um, the only the only issue is going to be quarterback. Who's going to be their quarterback? That's the only thing that I can see. But um, Coach Longer, Bo- Longer, Longerborn, Longerbomb. Longer L- yeah. Um, longer bone yeah longer bone L- longer bone yeah coach, coach Arn- longer bone coach longer bone um you know he always prepares his kids um you know last year even if they weren't gonna you know even if they didn't have what's name came and transferred in um they probably would have been okay even still it's just the way longer bone is um out and his staff is out there at steel canyon
1: that's Still Cannon, last team to talk about the three our Division Three, zero and ten from a year ago. Valhall and Norseman did not report a JV record, did not report returning starters. Uh, they lost everybody on their schedule last year. Negative thirty-one point six entering the season. Uh, I can't imagine them staying in the Grossmont Hills League next year when they realigned uh, the leagues. I, they kind of, they were, they were not, they're not too far off from being in the open playoff a couple years ago. Remember, they were in the open playoff competing with Helix. Um, in back-to-back weeks, and now they go 0-10 a year ago. And I look at their schedule this year, and I think it's another 0-10 season. Um, they open up with University City. Mm-hmm. Is that a win or no?
0: Um, they could pull off the win.
1: They actually. got Gunnar Gray. They got some guys that can compete. They're not the same University City, but that the University City should beat them. At West Hills, win or loss?
0: I think they can win that game. Really?
1: Surprisingly enough, at Hilltop.
0: That's a poss- another possible win.
1: Yeah, you're really high in Valhalla at Mount McGill.
0: Mm, I think Mount McGill wins that. Kearney,
1: no. Grossmont, no. Helix,
0: no. Steel, no.
1: Lcap Cap, no. Granite, no. All right, so you you're kind of a toss up on West Hills well, and UC.
0: I mean, you know, Mike Caston. You know, it's his second year. They went from 28 players last year to now 44. Um, he's, you know, he's gotten. They've gotten kids to come out. And they do return quite a few players. Keegan Baker is one of the best running backs in the county. Um, Luke Pillsbury, t- uh, their returning quarterback from last year. Um, Ethan Furkitch. Uh, um, they actually got um, a kid from from Helix, um, Josh Meredith, um, as as a whiteout. Um, uh, this kid from North Carolina, Deshaun Pate. Uh, talking, they got a couple
1: kids from North Carolina. Yeah, I think. They had talk, a couple transfers in.
0: Talking to my photographer, um buddy Don Demars, who takes photos of Valhalla, um, he said they looked pretty good in their scrimmage game against Scripps Ranch. Um
1: Scripps is supposed to be a lot better this year, too. Yeah.
0: So you know, the, the culture and the atmosphere is a lot better this year at Valhalla. And I think my uh coach Kasten is um on the uh the, the up and up and the and the and the right. The right way to leading leading the program.
1: What is your ceiling for Valhalla?
0: Two wins.
1: <laughs> two and eight. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, it's no. To be honest, two and eight. I mean,
1: that's a well. Anything's better than zero and ten the yeah. year before. I mean, you got to make progress. You know, up the ladder somehow. Uh, I think two and eight would be a great season for them. Um, you know, maybe. You know, I, I just I just it's very tough for me to see them winning a game. Yeah. But, you know, if they're going to do it, it's going to happen their first four weeks of the season. Yeah. It's not going to happen in league play. No. Unless so. like El Cap like suspends their entire team or forfeits. <laughs> right. Unless yeah. somebody forfeits. I mean, I don't see them winning a league game.
0: Yeah. I mean, they played those teams tough. But again, it was the you know, it's like the teams were toying with them. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Type deal. Um, let's get to uh, the standings of the Grossmont Hills League. I have Helix 1. I do, too. I have Steel Canyon 2. Yes. I have Granite Hills 3. Yes. I have Grossmont 4.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, got, I got El
1: Cap 5, mm-hmm. and I got Valhalla 6.
0: Yeah, I... I... I think it can go either way between El Cap and Grossmont, but I I agree Gro, uh, well, Grossmont. Well, here's the thing:
1: I have L Cap and Gros I have Grossmont going two and three, El Cap going one and four. I have Grossmont going six and four. I have Lcap Cap going five and five in the overall records. And uh, that game, the last game of the year, will determine whether or not they are four or five. Okay. Uh, but I think they're pretty much at the same. Cal- it's kind of like three tiers in this league. You got the teams that can compete for a league title, and yes. Helix Steel and Granite this year. Uh, you got the middle of the pack with Grossmont and El Cap, and then you have Valhalla, I think, in the
0: cellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. De- most definitely, like you said, it's been that. You know, it's been that way for a couple years now. And um, yeah, totally. What we've talked about with Helix Steel, Granite, um, and so forth. Yes.
1: So that will do it here for our Grossmont Hills uh, podcast. Uh, we're previewing it with Adam Paul of EC Preps, of course, myself, Braden Sprint right here at 97.3 The Fan. Uh, be sure to check out all our other podcasts. We got a Grossmont uh, Valley League podcast out. We also have podcasts throughout the or uh, throughout uh, um, most of the leagues here in San Diego County as we get ready for uh, high school football on August twenty third. I know I'm ex- I know Adam's excited for that. Absolutely excited for high school. It's always a good time here in San Diego yeah. uh, for people that don't understand. Or outside looking into San Diego High School football. It's not going to have the numbers of Texas High School football, but there's a lot of people here that are just as passionate as people out there.
0: To me, it's strike up the band and show up Friday night lights baby yeah that's it's, it's a fun it's
1: a fun time we're gonna be broadcasting 14 of those games this year starting with awesome. Granite Hills at Poway that's gonna be on the stream for the first six weeks until Padres baseball is officially over uh, and then we'll have uh, all the games on the air Gwen and Chris will be live at the high schools again like we were last year awesome. we'll have the high school football show each and every Thursday from 9 to 11 Adam Paul might make it be a guest every once in a while appreciate that absolutely and then uh, of course we got these podcasts we'll be doing podcasts once a week um we'll have a girls podcast for us uh, for sports i'm sure adam paul will guess we'll make a make a guest appearance of uh of uh you know sometime or another and uh, we have a lot of high school football coverage planned and a high school uh, high school coverage in general for sports planned here at ninety seven three the fan. He's Adam Paul. I'm Brain Superintendent. Thanks for listening to the Grossmont Hills podcast. Be sure to check out all the other ones on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes and uh, like us on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter ninety seven through the fan SD and go to our website to see all the other articles and podcasts evolving or, or surrounding san diego high school sports on uh, 97 through the fan sd.com one more time for adam paul i'm Braden thanks for tuning in on the grossmont hills preview podcast